Sean O'Shea was working on this. Someone tweeted Sean O'Shea. His name is Art Lighttower. And he tweeted him, tweeted him this. As I was leaving, a police officer pulls me over and mentions that he thought this was excessive. He was leaving the um, beer store, returning some empties. Pulled me over to make sure I wasn't drinking and driving. And yes, he did give me a breathalyzer too. Of course, there was no alcohol in my system. But are we getting to a police state like the old Nazi Germany? There was no infractions of any kind, only uh, he felt I was returning too many bottles. Art joins the show right now. It's a pleasure to have him on. And Hey, Art, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can absolutely hear you. So how are you, Art? Pretty good. Pretty good. It's a nice, it's a nice story. It, uh, it should never have happened, but it, it did happen. Now, where were you? You live in Peel? Yeah, I live in Streetsville. I'm not sure if you know. know oh, yeah. Of area. Course. So basically, the beer store is probably um, half a mile north of Britannia Road, which is the center, the basically center of Streetsville. Yep. And I had purchased, I had purchased three cases of 24 uh, way back in December the 7th. And I purchased approximately 10 wine bottles, all to last me, last me and my family and the parties for at least six weeks. Sure. Okay, so basically what happened was that on the Saturday, our last Saturday, which was probably the 5th, at around noontime, I decided to take back the bottles. So we have three cases of 24, and we have the, you know, the, 10, the 10 bottles of wine. And the beer store was, was relatively empty. There was only like one other car. So I grabbed the cart and, and the black boxes that they use at the beer store, and I filled up one and a half cases of the black boxes and took back my three. When I came out, I got approximately, I was going back into Streetsville now to go home. I live approximately a mile and a half from the beer store. And uh, I, get to, I get to Britannia Road, and the police officer uh, puts, his, puts his sirens on and decides to pull me over. So I turn right quickly onto Britannia and into a parking lot. I want to stop you there, Art. What are you thinking when the police lights are on? Are you thinking, oh, well, did I, did a sticker? Have I got a problem with my car? What are you thinking you're being pulled over for? All of the above, okay? So basically I'm saying, well, okay, now I'm I on a cell phone, which I don't have a cell phone anyway. Okay, so there, check. You're not on your cell phone. No, I don't have a... I, the I, fact I, that you had to worry if you were on your cell phone concerns me when you don't have a cell phone that you're driving a car, but okay. Yeah, so basically the car's a big, you know, it's, it's a two-year-old Cadillac, so it's, it's you know, it's a fairly... A fairly it's a new, fancy car. So everything's working. It's only a 40K in the area. So it's 40K, and which I'm going, if, I, if I'm going 40, I'm probably lucky. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, there's no cell phone, there's no, no, no infractions for you know, illegal turning. And so anyway, he, he puts a sign on, he puts his lights on, and I turn into the parking lot. So he gets out of the car, and don't forget, this guy's probably about six foot five, 250 pounds. And I do have a high blood pressure, probably 160, you know, 170. Now it's going to be probably well over 200. Oh, yeah, that's going to do it. Yeah, so that'll do it. So he gets out and he says, um, I, was at the, I was outside the beer store and I was watching you and you put in uh, three cases of 24 and a, couple of, a, couple of, a bunch of wine bottles. And I think that's excessive. Well, fortunately, fortunately or unfortunately, if he'd have been in that beer store a few minutes earlier, it was like two pickup trucks pulled in. So anyway, so he says, yeah, I, um, I'm going to check everything out, and I want to make sure that uh, you haven't been, been drinking this morning. And I'm just going to do a, a check and, and just make sure I'll, I'll give you a breathalyzer later. But that's why I, I pulled you over, because I thought the beer balls and the wine balls were excessive. And uh, I have the right now to, to actually, actually give you a breathalyzer. And what's going on in your mind? I'm scared. 
I'm absolutely, absolutely terrified. I haven't been pulled over by the police probably in 40, 50 years. And are you an older man? Yeah, unfortunately, I'm 70. Well, that's not unfortunate. Well, the alternative is not good. Yeah, well, that's true. Now, probably after this, I probably will be will be doing the alternative. Come on now. No, but anyway. So anyway, he um, like you say, he's a, he's a big fella. He's a nice. Guy. No, you said he's a big fella. It's a big, big fella. I don't know. I've never seen him. No, but you know, he's a big fella. Six foot five, two, two fifty. It doesn't matter how big he is. He's just pulled you over, and you've done nothing wrong. You were. Bringing back your empties. Yeah, so I said to him, that's the first thing I said. So basically, did I do something wrong? Like, did I change lanes inappropriately? Uh, was I on a cell phone? Do it, is it a seatbelt infraction? What's going on? He said, no. He says, um, I, just, like, I just thought you had uh, too many bottles, and uh, I just want to make sure you haven't been drinking. So when was the last time you had a drink? I said, um, uh, last night at midnight, which was uh, probably the Friday night. Mm-hmm. I said I was watching the movie Taken, Taken 2. <laughs> if you watch that movie, you have to have a beer. There's just no two ways about it. Okay. So I, I'll keep it in mind. So, yeah. So I had, I had the, the one beer. He said, okay, have you had any drinks today? Nope. Nope. No drinks. So, well, anyway, I'm going to go back. So give me your license. So he checked out the license and came back and made some comments about my, my wife's license plate, which I don't want to, want to mention. And he said, um, I have a feeling it'd be a good story, but okay. Okay. Well, so my wife was a nurse. Okay. So she was a psychiatric nurse. So anyway, he comes back <laughs> and he says, you know, I have the right now to give you a, a breathalyzer. I said, you, you know, it's noontime and I haven't been drinking. I've already told you that. But anyway, I'm going to give you a breathalyzer. I said, well, so what happens if I refuse? Uh, it's a two thousand dollar fine. Plus, I'll have to arrest you right now. And take Did you look at him and say, "Are you for real? I just told you I wasn't drinking. Are you really going to charge a seventy year old man two thousand dollars because he thinks it's ridiculous that you want a breathalyzer?" Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so he brought it out. It's about four inches long. I'm not sure if you ever had one. Never. I, this is the first one I've ever had. By the way things are going, it could happen at any time. It could happen to anybody now, yeah. anytime. So I, and uh, so yeah, so he brought out the breathalyzer. He said, uh, "Take a couple of deep breaths and blow into it," which I did. And he said, "No, the number is fine. So you're welcome. You're welcome to go." And I said, "Okay." And then we did some chit chat about about a golf tournament he does. He doesn't live in the area. That's why I think I think the problem might have been. I mean, beer stores in this area they bring back bring back thirty, forty, fifty cases of beer. Well, listen, uh, my husband just went back with like all of the beer from the summer at the cottage. Yep. And a couple of guys' weekend, a couple of ladies' weekend, all the stuff from the holidays. Right. And I and it was far more than you. It doesn't. I mean, three cases of which, which is seventy-two bottles and, and like ten or ten or fifteen bottles of, of wine bottles. That's nothing for for six weeks of accumulation. So now, Art, what taste are you left with in your mouth here for your police enforcement? Well, I do love the police. Okay? Uh-huh. I mean, also, you know, I mean, Street Souls are a very safe area. I love the police up in this area. Uh, Mayor Hazel McCallion lives a block away from me, and you know, it it's, it seems seems great. But I think. I think this gentleman went overboard. I think they, I'm not sure if they changed the power that the police have. Yeah, they did. Okay, so I haven't I haven't really checked that part out. But anyway, I think he went overboard to pull a car over for no reason, just to think he had too many beer balls and wine balls going back to a beer store. Yeah, who is he to judge how excessive it is? What does he care? Okay. Now, uh, are are you going to do anything about this, or are you just you know doing some media rounds? I. Well, I know about media rounds. Everybody's telling me not not to do this, but basically, I think, I think you're charming. Well, I'm, I'm not sure that's 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 the word. I, w- I wish it was, but I'm just saying. Like I said, it really, really 
pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, I mean, I haven't been pulled, I haven't been pulled over, and I, I very, very, very rarely ever speed. I'm probably the most one of the most defensive drivers in the world. I get, I get, I get uh, all kinds of people tell me you're just too slow. I don't, you know, so it it just doesn't seem right. But you don't want to break any of the empties you're hauling. Well, yeah, I don't want. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I don't want. I don't want to actually actually break the empties. Yeah. Yeah. I, Listen, I, no. I think he just went. He just went a little bit overboard. It's a bit heavy-handed. Yeah. You know. I mean, like I said, when he, when he steps out of a car and he's you know six five, you know two fifty, that's scary stuff. Yeah, he's a big guy. It's a big guy. Well, Art, I want to um, thank you for your time with us today because it's going to bring up some interesting conversation on you know is this going too far? Is this alarming to the average person? Because as you said, it could happen to anyone. It can. And it is quite intimidating. Yeah, I mean, like you said, you know, you know, I've got, I got, you know, I have the right to, to give you a breathalyzer. I said, well, do you sus- like, do you suspect anything? No, but I'm going to give it anyway. And that's basically what happened. Well, Art, I want to thank you for your time, and we may talk to you again about your wife's license plate because it sounds like there's a bigger story there. I appreciate your time. Well, I think yeah, she gets pulled over a lot. <laughs> Not pulled over, but she she gets uh, comments about her license plate. All right. Well, Art, thank you so much. My pleasure. Okay, thank you very much. Cheers. Joined by uh, Joseph Newberger right now has been listening. Uh, he is our global news legal analyst. Welcome to the show, Joe. Kelly, thank you, and welcome to the Liberal Government Police State. Is this this is legal, correct? Oh, it's absolutely legal, and there's worse provisions in there as well. And this just underscores how nobody pays attention when electing a government as to what policies they want to enact for criminal law. Are you shocked that uh, that this actually happened to a seven year old man driving a Cadillac, yeah. brings back no. three cases of beer and ten wine bottles, and a cop thinks, "Well, I'm going to pull him over and see"? No, not at all. In fact, this is going to happen more often now. I mean. Police have the unfettered power to stop a vehicle uh, and check for sobriety and to demand a roadside sample without any evidentiary basis whatsoever. That's the powers they have. And that it came into force uh, recently. And um, it, there's even worse provision. So if somebody calls in a car that's driving, that maybe there's something unusual about their driving, person pulls into their driveway, goes into their house, sits down, turns on the, you know, the football game, cracks open a couple of beers. Police can arrive at the house and may actually charge somebody with impaired driving because now under the provisions, there will be an onus to establish that you weren't drinking and driving at the time that you were actually, that that call came in. I mean, the legislation which is in place is insane, and there's absolutely no minimum standard, no evidentiary or judicial standard for people to be stopped, interfered with, held, detained, detained and then demand a sample from them, which is a bodily sample. And so this is what we've got now, and this is going to happen more often. And I think people are going to start to complain who normally would never be on the wrong side of the law. But now we're going to start to see, hey, where's my civil liberties in all this? Well, it's an infringement on our privacy as well. Yeah, but 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 the government didn't care. Right. They don't care. They Good. enact marijuana, take absolutely no steps appropriately to uh, to be able to detect that sufficiently for drivers. They tell you that at 18, it's okay to have marijuana, give out tons of licenses, can collect tons of tax on it, but then hike up all of the penalties for impaired driving and put in draconian rules with respect to our civil liberties. Could Art take, I know he wasn't charged, it was just the stop, but is there anything Art could do legally? No, no, no. The officer is 100% within his legal rights. He's allowed under the Highway Traffic Act to check for sobriety. If you're signaled by an officer, you have to pull over right away. Officer needs absolutely no grounds, nothing, zero, to demand a roadside uh, sample. And in fact, this officer articulated something that to him seemed unusual. At least there was something he detected. But 
But now people can be pulled over at random and, and a sample be demanded with nothing. No basis for the demand. Nothing. So this caller you had couldn't understand. He said, look, officer, I just told you I didn't have anything to drink. And, and what will happen if I, if, I don't, if I don't comply? Well, then what happens is they get charged with a criminal offense, a refuse to provide a sample at the roadside, and if convicted, and most likely convicted because there's virtually no defenses to this hmm. anymore, they get a criminal record, a $2,000 fine, and a one-year suspension on their so life. So you are uh, intimidated into giving a breath san- sample? Well, look, I don't think people should feel intimidated. Well, he felt intimidated. Well, certainly because of the way it is. I mean, you know, the circumstances in which he's pulled over, he says it's a larger officer in the way he's speaking with him. But it's not a question of being intimidated. You're demanded. It's not intimidated. It's demanded of you. And you have no right to refuse. You have no rights. Zero. Nothing. As citizens, we have no rights. Thank you, liberal government. So, you know, you had said earlier on that you think this will be challenged in court. Uh, How how many of these incidents do we think we're going to run into before we actually see something real uh, change? I I suspect that there will be certain instances where people will be charged with failure to provide at the roadside. I know the Civil Civil Liberties Union wants to bring uh, an application. You don't necessarily need a case. You can bring a test case to the court to test its liability. I mean, its constitutionality. So we're going to see this happen. First time we have a case with a refuse like this, we're going to bring a constitutional application. So it's going to jam up the courts. We're going to see this happen, but it's going to go all the way up to the Court of Appeal and maybe the Supreme Court of Canada. And I don't know what they're going to do, to be frank, because, you know, you know, the road rights, spot checks were, have been legal for a long time. And, you know, the, the whole idea of reasonable suspicion, you know, frankly, was just a very low threshold. So I'm not sure how the courts are going to view getting rid of that threshold. But in my opinion, I think it's a fairly strong constitutional application because people are going to realize, and I think maybe judges will start to hear the outcry of of citizens that they don't want their civil liberties trampled on this way. Joe, I really appreciate your time today, as always. Thank you so much. My pleasure, Kelly. Take care.